Welcome to the Confidence and Eating Podcast with me, your host, Denise Wogan from Foodie Nutrition. This podcast is the place for busy moms to regain their confidence in eating, in feeding, and in yourself as you survive motherhood. Everyone's experience with intuitive eating will be different, as everyone is different. Over the course of 10 weeks, I will be helping you to understand this self-care eating framework, which promises to improve your relationship with food. Hello and welcome back to episode three, Intuitive Eating. Just a reminder is an eating style or a framework that promotes a healthy attitude towards food and body image. So the basic idea is that you should eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full, bringing as much pleasure as possible into your mealtimes. Not always possible. So that's why I said into. So last week we talked about hunger and this week we are going to take a little bit of a discovery of making peace with food. Uh, How did you get on with the hunger? Did you notice it? Did you notice that you kind of wait until you're hungry or lightheaded? Or did you find that just even hearing that information, you found yourself moving towards eating sooner? As soon as you started having those thoughts about eating, you reminded yourself, oh yeah, I need to eat. My body needs some fuel. If you did, great work. Keep going. Because just those small little steps are really, really powerful for the longer term, building up your relationship with food. Today, I want to think about when you get to the point of eating, do you live by shoulds and shouldn'ts? I actually pulled out porridge out of the press this morning and it was the quick oats, the two minutes. And the should in me was like, oh, I should cook the proper porridge. I should do it better. Because there's some silent rules that we have in our world that we don't even notice the quick oats. Is that cheating? Is that going to change the nutritional value? You see, those things, they play around in our mind and they get involved in our food choice. And when we have a lot of should and shouldn'ts and rules, like I don't want to eat in front of other people, what will they think about what I eat? Can lead to intense feelings of deprivation. And what can then happen is that you maybe don't eat And when you deprive yourself and when you physically starve yourself, it will ultimately lead to uncontrollable cravings. Your body will call out to you in ways when it needs fuel so, so loudly in the only way it knows through cravings. And that sometimes might lead to binging. And oftentimes when you've lived in the world where you're living according to these rules, sometimes conscious, sometimes subconscious, there's lots of foods that are forbidden. And if you eat the forbidden food, That eating can almost feel out of control because, oh, I've broken my rules. I may as well just go the whole hog now. After that, it can lead to overwhelming guilt and frustration. This principle is all about stopping that fight with food. There's nothing wrong with the quick oats. There's nothing wrong with the volume of food that you want to eat. Giving yourself unconditional permission to eat means that you make peace with food again. When we forbid foods, we have a powerful biological force at play in our body. Resistance is impacting our hunger signals and it's triggering us emotionally. Physiological effect of restriction really impacts how our body performs. But the psychological effects comes about in obsessive thinking about food, disconnecting with your body, total anxiety and worry, self-loathing, feeling like you're a failure. Knocking your self-esteem at every single mealtime. Making peace with food not only supports your body physically, but it also supports your body mentally. 
making peace with foods means that you will choose foods that you desire and you will keep attention to your hunger and fullness levels. We're removing any judgment or shame on the choice of foods that we make. Whether it's an ice cream cone or a bowl of quinoa, it's all the one. It's your body, your choice in this moment. And we do not attach and we work on not attaching our worth to what we've eaten, not attaching morality to how we've eaten. So what does true unconditional permission to eat look like? What does it look like when you make peace with food? So you feel free to eat what you like. You experience taste and you connect with the effect that taste has on your body. You begin in that peace right there. You experience taste and connect with the effect it has on your body. You begin to choose foods that you genuinely do like. A lot of clients find when they get this piece of work, things that they've held up like on the pedestal as being, maybe it's a cream bun, whatever they've held up as like, oh my God, I just love it. If I only let myself have it, I'd eat it all the time. But actually when they really connect in and know that they can have it whenever they want, they experience the taste of that food. And oftentimes they listen in to hear the impact that food has made on their body and they genuinely choose from the inside out that that food is not what they want. And they'll finish half of it and they'll say, okay, that was enough. Because food that is off limits is appealing. When you have freedom to eat, food that is not off limits is less appealing. So you're not thinking about it. When we have unconditional permission to eat, we're not waiting for the diets to start Monday. We're not eating by the rules. We're eating with that connection to our body. And we're valuing our mental well-being, our emotional health by removing the morality from our food choice. We're valuing our physical health by connecting with food and not making food such a complicated act so that we can do other things that are really supportive of our health. So here are some questions I'd like you to ask yourself. Do you really like the taste of the food that you're eating? Do you like how it makes your body feel after? If you weren't feeling guilty or if you weren't feeling like a failure, would you choose to eat that food or snack again? Would you choose to feel the guilt again? There's some things just to ponder about making peace with food. Some of the fears that come up in my work with clients is when we move into making peace with food, confidently eating, I like to call it peace where you are, you have that unconditional permission to eat and you know your body, your choice. The fears that come up are things like, well, I tried it before and I didn't work or I won't actually choose healthy foods. I think I'm actually addicted to my forbidden food. I don't trust myself around food. My friends, my colleagues will all criticize what I choose to eat. Once I start eating the forbidden food, I won't stop. I don't deserve these foods until I lose the weight. These are lots of things that come up for people. Are any of these fears real for you? A tool that we use in the principle of intuitive eating, making peace with food is habituation. And what that does is it removes the excitement of those forbidden foods, those ones that are on the bad list, through repeated exposure to the fear food, to the rule and breaking the rule, so that you can remove any of the dangers that you're feeling in your mind and in your body about what this is going to do. Spaghetti bolognese is something I like to use as an example of habituation. Tell me a mother out there who actually hasn't lost their love or appeal of spaghetti bolognese after they've become 
a mother to young children and feeding them spaghetti bolognese. It's often the one people say to me, I just want another meal choice. The repeated exposure over and over and over again means that you get bored with it. What we're trying to do is the foods that you hold on the naughty list. We're trying to make those part of your world so that they don't seem like the shiny obstacle. They don't give you the same thrill. We want all foods to feel like they're just part of our world. So that the chocolate has no more of a thrill impact than quinoa salad. So that the spaghetti bolognese maybe moves up the line and we begin to enjoy it a little bit more. What happens when you are repeatedly exposed to something, a situation? And think about this. You know, when you look in your wardrobe, as I'm currently recording in my wardrobe due to an absolute fiasco, when you repeatedly are exposed to something, you know, when you go out and you buy a new top and you see it in the shop and you're thinking about it and you're like, oh, will I or won't I? Will I buy it? Will I have it? And you go out and you buy it. Or maybe it's a sparkly new dress and you buy it. And the first time you wear it and you feel great. And then maybe the second time, maybe the third time, Right the fourth time we're like, oh, well, I don't have anything else. I'm just going to wear it. And over time, the sparkly dress is less sparkly in your wardrobe because you've worn it, you've had it, and you're just used to this. When your mind starts going, oh, I'll just give a quick scroll to see, is there any other sparkly dresses out there? This is habituation and this is what we want to do so that your forbidden foods that you've had for a long, long time, when you break that restraint, when you have it, you don't get the backlash. You don't get the backlash of physically maybe overeating and mentally feelings of guilt and telling yourself you have a lack of control, which ultimately gives you the evidence that actually I must be wrong. If I'm out of control, I'm feeling this bad about myself. I must have been wrong in my eating, so I must go back to forbidding again. It's a feedback loop that is very destructive for our health. And to be free, to have that freedom of unconditional permission to eat, there are three major things that we talk about that are impacting that for you. Dieting, which I've just talked about. Stress is another one. Stress is really, really key in impacting our ability to be around food and consider them all equal. And it's distraction as well. When we're eating mindlessly or distracted, we can eat a lot more than our body wants. We can be feeding our brain if it's running so fast or if it's numbed out. We're not checking in with our body. We're not. Remember that unconditional permission to eat is experiencing taste and connecting with the effect of food in your body. If we're distracted, we can't do that. If we're dieting, we can't do that. And if we're stressed, we're not getting the ability to even sit and be with the food. Oftentimes when we're stressed, people say, I just am not hungry. Your body is clever. So are you ready to make peace with food? I want to ask you a couple of these questions now just to see where you are. And this is not about a pass or a fail. It's not about getting them all right or them all wrong. Just get a sense of where you're at and see, am I ready to venture into bringing foods back into my world? How are you in your environment? What's your self-care like? How are you looking after yourself? Have you been able to identify those key vulnerable movements? What about this like biological cue of hunger? Can you hear that yet? Do you know what it feels like to feel full? Are you able to distinguish between guilt and feeling full? Are you able to cope with your feelings? Do you know when you're hungry for a meal or when you're hungry for a snack? And do you trust yourself to make those choices? 
do you eat to pleasure? Are you able to be okay with being overfull? Can you cope with the uncomfortable feeling of eating beyond fullness so that your stomach is sore and you're full? Are you able to eat without contemplating what other people think about your food choice? If you're kind of saying to yourself, oh gosh, yeah, none of those, they're a no for me. Then just stick with some of the first, the first principles. Stick with learning more about diet culture and how it's impacting your world. And it might be worth considering joining a program with someone like me so that you can really lean into and understand how to change those no's into a yes. In January, I'm going to be running a group program and we're going to be talking all about confidence in eating. It's never my aim to tell you how to eat. It's always my aim to help you discover the wisdom that you have deep inside to develop the confidence to become that eater, become that person who knows they can eat what they like, who connects with taste and who connects with what's good for their body. I'm bringing you the results that you thought the weight loss would bring that you thought the diet would bring. This unconditional permission to eat is really central to the whole process of intuitive eating. It's like one of the major keys to unlocking a whole new world. And if you can't do this on your own, you'll know where to find me. Come and join me in my Facebook group or get your name down and chat with me about joining my group program. And so my dear ladies, thank you so much for listening to my podcast where you're learning a key life skill how to understand yourself, how to make sense of the challenges that you face, and to use clarity and calm to find solutions in ways you may never have thought possible before and getting completely new and exciting results. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Foodie Nutrition. You can also find me on my website, www.foodie.ie. But please, because it's my mission to create a ripple, empowering women across the globe, across our little country in Ireland here, to really reflect on changing their relationship with food so that they can empower others to do the same. Like and share my podcast so they can learn from this experience too. And if you have any question as we carry on on this journey together, please do reach out to me. 